Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning. And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time. Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. This is episode 28, where we're discussing and found from season 2 of Lost. Bad day. It's clean. You. You mind if I sit? Did you see me? Rip apart your garden? No. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I had a garden to tear apart. I don't think I have ever seen you angry. <laughs> oh, I used to get angry. All the time. Frustrated, too. You're not frustrated anymore? I'm not lost anymore. How did you do that? Same way anything lost gets found. I stopped looking. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 28 of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. And we hope you all had a wonderful Christmas yesterday, for those of you who celebrate Christmas. Um, It's exciting to be back into Lost again, and uh, we're excited to bring another episode to you. This is a gin and sun-centric episode, and I did not have a ton of notes about this one. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have a whole lot of notes either. I mean, I enjoyed the episode. Mm-hmm. It was one of those episodes that you you watch and you like it. But I don't feel like there's a whole lot that happened that was noteworthy, right? In my opinion. But yeah, remind me. We'll have a little a quick discussion on that at the okay. end too. Okay, all right. Um, but I did have uh, my first point here, which was a mystery. You know, excitingly enough, uh, Michael, Jen, and Sawyer are still in the you know with the tail section survivors right. in a hatch. This time we get a good look at the logo, the Dharma logo mm-hmm. that's on the wall, and it's an arrow. Right. So this must be the arrow station. Right. If the other one is the swan, now we have the arrow. Exactly. So that's kind of cool. I mean, um, I think we discussed last time how there's quite a big difference between the look of the swan and the arrow. Yeah. Um, there's nothing it looks like in the arrow station at all. No, not. I mean, uh, like I said, I think in the previous episode, it. It, it seems like it's been deserted for quite some time. Right. I mean, and they left mm-hmm. absolutely nothing behind. Um, right. Uh, you would think of even if like Desmond had left the swan, uh-huh. there'd been the, still the remains of Desmond there, you right. know, like the, the uh, not the remains of Desmond. He's not dead, <laughs> but like his things would have still been there, but right. this one's been cleaned out. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, on the Island, the tail section survivors decide that they're going to walk with Michael, Jen and Sawyer back to the beach. Right. So, Looks like there's a potential here for these two groups of survivors to come back together. Yeah, um, Michael can tell that they've they've had a pretty different experience 
than than what they've experienced on the island. Yeah, most definitely. Um, he says, you know, I think I forget the exact wording, but it's something to the effect of, you know, what exactly has happened that's got all you people so on edge, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Jen exhibits some pretty hardcore fishing skills in this scene, too. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty awesome. Pretty awesome, yeah. You it, know. His character actually, to me, was awesome in this whole episode uh-huh. you know yeah. but that scene was great you know they were like you're gonna help us yeah and he just kind of looked <laughs> at him and was like smiling uh-huh. you know yeah, yeah that's that's great how they they kind of act like he's sitting there not doing anything and then he finally throws his nets out and and then he drags in all these fish he's baiting the fish is uh-huh. exactly what he's doing yep chumming the waters he's awesome yeah um character bit here uh jen is interviewing for a job um, he's all dressed up, but we find out that he was interviewing for a doorman position. Right. Um, clearly some really humble beginnings for Jen, which yeah. we saw, you know, a while back. Yeah. His father was a fisherman. He came from a fishing village, but um, clearly he, he started out on the very low level and has kind of worked his way up yeah. as he's tried to, you know, gain the approval of Jen's father or y- son's father. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. I, uh, I had written down on actually in my first little bit, and I'm, it was one of the first things I saw was that son's mom, um, her controlling issues and in, in mm-hmm. her life, and you see Jim Jen seems very self driven in right. that first ep- opening up uh, our group uh, is that he's like he can tell he's on the bottom, but he is mm-hmm. so driven to separate himself from that, right? You know, and like you said, you know, he takes his job, and the job interview is like awful mm-hmm. but he still accepts it. i mean the guy tells him don't open a door for people like you right yeah and that, that's an interesting note i actually just thought of this um later on in the episode he shows some pretty good qualities whenever you know his boss comes out and basically r- threatens to fire him right. after he lets the little boy in to go to the bathroom uh-huh. and like he was so quick to stand up for his you know his uh, c- convictions right. at that point and how different it is from later when he had the job working for son's father. Right. And he was willing to beat these people, you yeah. know, nearly to death. Yeah. But honestly, I see it the other way because it was either they were going to be killed uh-huh. or practically True. beat to death. Yeah, you definitely. Know, like, but, I mean, in this case, he quits his job oh, yeah, yeah, because of right. this. In this case, you know, in the f- future, he isn't willing to do that. Because of you know, son, right? I, or you know, I think it also points to the fact of how much he does love his wife, right? And, mm-hmm. uh, and probably also points to the fact of how crazy son's dad is, right? I mean, it's I don't know, I still don't know exactly what he's into, but that, mm-hmm. that, I mean, it seemed pretty bad. And but yeah, you're right. I mean, there is such a character change. Yeah, and you have you have to wonder if you know if, if to a certain extent he's felt like, um, you know, not necessarily hurt by her own fault. You know, he's been placed in this position where he has to keep doing this job, even yeah. though it totally goes against what he thinks he should be doing. Oh, definitely. And, and it make him so much harder. Right. You know. But uh, another mystery here, Michael has a conversation with Libby, and she tells him that they have trust issues. Right. Um, Michael notices that they have hardly any fruit left on their trees and asks them why they don't head out, you know, inland. And she says, we don't go that way because that's where they come from. Mm-hmm. Another reference to these others. You know, I'm dying to learn more about these others. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we thought we had a little bit of a, you know, a bone thrown to us whenever right. we saw these people coming out of the jungle. Mm-hmm. But they're just survivors. Exactly. So they're not others. That was a, I put a big note on that because, um, like we had talked about just a few minutes ago, about just their the survivor's demeanor. Mm-hmm 
towards the others and right. their position on the island is so different right. than I mean you you thought that Jack and all of them had it bad uh-huh. you know but you can totally tell that this other group is messed up. Right. I mean, they've lived in fear. They fear each other. Mm-hmm. You know, they have, I mean, I mean, it's like, it's just this contrast. Yeah. Even on the island is a huge contrast in, 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 in different living situations. Yeah. And uh, I think it's really interesting too, that, I mean, it shows us how lucky, you know, our main group of survivors yeah. have been. Like I would love to be in that group. Yeah. Compared, <laughs> so you know? far it's kind of looked like they've had some close calls with the others, right. but mostly it's just been a threat. Right. Up to this point. Exactly. Whereas with this other group who happened to be in a different part of the jungle, like they had a, oh, <laughs> they yeah. had direct connection with these people yeah. pretty early on. It exactly. Seems like. I'm, I'm so excited to see what that, what that entails. Right. Um, because like I said before, when I thought that this group was part of the others, they're, they're very primitive. They're mm-hmm. like warriors. Right, you know where the other group is. The other group is kind of establishing a culture and a, co- a community. Yeah, of it's today. a very peaceful civilization. Yeah. Whereas this other group is kind of like they're fighting for survival. Yeah, I mean it's back like old school. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. swords and <laughs> trying to you know fight for your life. Right, and of course you know after hearing that's the direction that the others come from, Michael runs off in that direction, yeah. hoping to find Walt. Exactly. Yeah. Another character thing here, the large black guy that's in the, we'll call him the tailies because they were in the tail section right. of the plane. This, that's yeah. what everybody else calls okay, them. So the we'll tailies. start calling them that. Sure. Because um, it's easier than saying the tail section survivors. And or plus we like both that. fall for peer pressure really easily. Yeah. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Any chance I have to follow along with others, I'll yeah. do it. So. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, this this large guy from the tailies, his name is Mr. Echo. Yeah. Um, we also find out that they have a radio. Right. Which is interesting. Um, we also see that one of the tailies is uh, the stewardess who had, you know, gave Jack the extra bottle of alcohol mm-hmm. on the plane. Right. Did you pick that up? No. This is going to go along with the yeah. ATS. Maybe, like, but oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, but one didn't. of the people is the stewardess from the plane. Okay. Um, and we had an interesting character connection here. Um, you know, Jen was the doorman at the hotel. Right. When son came to meet this guy that she was trying to be paired up with. Yep. Yep. Which was kind of cool. I think it's one of the first ones we've had in quite a while, actually. Yeah. That, that was kind of an interesting little situation there too. It's like, uh, you got this guy that seems, he's a pretty good stand up guy, Uh you know, and Jen seems, or excuse me, son seems to really be into him and she kind of gets shot down, you know, it's like, you feel so bad for her and, um, but the other thing is that the, the I can't remember the gentleman's name that she was kind of talking to. I don't know if you got it or not. I mean, it's not that important, but right. he is a real nice guy. Like he actually inter, interacted with Jen some right. with when he got the flower, uh-huh. you know, and it just kind of one of those things is like they were so close to meeting at that point. But had right. she met him in that situation, it probably wouldn't have gone anywhere. Right. Because she would have seen him as inferior. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she didn't even look at him. Mm-hmm. Both times, or, you know, she went in and out the door. She didn't even come close to looking. Plus, he was bowing his head. Right. You know, so I don't know. I thought it was kind of a cool scene. Yep. And uh, another character bit I had here that we find out that Sun studied art history in college. Right. I don't know if that figures in anywhere yet, no. but it's nonetheless interesting to learn a little bit more about these people. Right. The next thing I have was a mystery here. Okay. Um, while looking for Michael, you know, Jen stumbles upon a dead body. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Echo tells him that his name was Goodwin and that he was an other. Yeah. Um, he also mentions later that they don't leave tracks. Yeah. Um, you know, are they really 
just stealthy or is this a hint that there is something somewhat supernatural about the others? Um, you know, I, 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 okay. Going back to the fact that they found this gentleman, um, mm-hmm. what'd you say his name was? Mr. Echo. E- no, no. The guy that they found the other, uh, Oh, good one. Yeah. Mr. Goodwin. See, I thought that he was articulating that with the others killed Mr. Goodwin. Right. You know, so that I didn't put two and two together that, that Mr. Goodwin was a, uh, another, you know, I assumed that when Jen asked him, you know, other, he was saying, yes, they right. killed him, you okay. know, but I guess, yeah. So, but this whole question that you asked, I kind of thought the same thing is like, how do they not leave footprints? I mean, they hovering, right. You know, I mean, I mean, <laughs> uh, but later we see uh-huh. that they are walking on the ground. Right. Yeah. So, while they're in the woods, they hear this, the others coming and right. obviously Mr. Echo knows what he's doing and hides him in the bushes and, and, you know, we get to see a group of very dirty others, yeah. you know, walk by them. The creepiest thing, I mean, obviously it's kind of creepy that, you know, some of the people look like just legs. So I'm yeah. not sure if they were naked or what, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> they're covered with mud. Or, <laughs> yeah. But the last one of them was either a kid or it yeah. was an adult dragging a teddy bear like on a rope or something. Yeah, I saw that and it scared me to death. It was creepy. Yeah. I remember how much that freaked me out the first time I saw it. I just assumed it was a kid, but yeah. either way, it's scary. Um, but yeah, I saw him walking on the ground. So it has to imply to me that there's something more to him because even if you walk barefoot, you know, on a on a muddy floor, you know, jungle floor, you're going to leave right. a footprint. Oh yeah. Right. You know? So yeah, I think there's something else to them. There's, mm-hmm. it's not just stealthy maneuvers. Right. You know? So a uh, mystery here, Locke is having a conversation with Jen. It's a conversation we heard at the beginning mm-hmm. of the episode and or son. And he makes a comment about how he used to get angry a lot yeah. and frustrated. And son says that she hasn't seen him upset at all since they got there on the Island. And Locke says, I'm not lost anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, how did you do that? She says, you know, same way, anything that that's lost gets found. I stopped looking. Yeah. Now, do you think that, you know, him saying I'm not lost anymore gives us any hint at what this show is all about? Well, like these characters are lost in several different ways, but do you think that what he says, I'm not lost anymore, mm-hmm. gives us a hint that maybe the overarching story and the theme of this show is about giving these people a sense of direction in some way? I mean, that's what I took it as when Lost or when Locke said it. He, mm-hmm. I, I assume that that's what he was talking about is that he's found, right. he's fa- he, I guess, found his way here on this island. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, he's worked out his issues and. And he's not lost anymore. You know, it's he is happy, go lucky lock. You know, on this island. Um, so yeah, I think that my guess it points me to the fact that these people are having these opportunities to overcome these these demons in their life, and mm-hmm. and they become found within right. within this show. I mean, I mean it makes sense. I mean, the idea of them being lost on an island isn't enough. You know, right. it's it's more about personal yeah Yeah, exactly it's their personal struggles and conflicts and not only yeah like you said they're not just lost from everyone else's eyes on this island right they they were lost to themselves yeah i think that's i think that's the bigger picture Mm -hmm. here the bigger lost element right and uh jen is walking along the water and bumps into sun 
and there's you know this is a flashback obviously yeah, uh-huh. and you know there's clearly a connection right away yeah like his friend earlier in the episode made the comment about you know how orange would be the sign of love mm-hmm. for him and of course the girl in the orange dress walks by and he thinks hey maybe that's uh-huh. it you know yeah and then the next person that comes right after that was son, son yeah i thought that was a really cool and cool the fact scene. that her name's son yeah. The orange. Though I usually think yellow when I think sun. Yeah, you look at the wrong yeah. sun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, think, yeah. I thought that was a cool scene. And yeah. I mean, I guess that's where they, they first met and started dating or yeah, that's, whatever. Yeah, that's the assumption that I had. But uh, yeah, it was it was a great scene because um, what was so cool is that Jen was walking alongside and he sees some beggars up mm-hmm. you know, talking to some people. He's rediscovering himself. Right. I think in those moments, mm-hmm. but also it's so much of a contrast that where that relationship with son leads him. Right. You know, it's like he, I, I really believe he just like quit his job. Mm-hmm. He's walking down through there and he was starting to evaluate who he was. Right. You know, bumps into this girl that happens to be one of the richest people around, mm-hmm. which throws him into his tailspin again, you know? Right. Yeah. And it's it definitely kind of goes back to that whole mystery of, the island kind of placing people in different positions in the past. Yeah, exactly. Something placing people in these positions to where he met her who was, which was the person he needed to meet to eventually get this job for her yep. father, which would eventually get him on this plane, yep. you know, on, on, onto that island. Yeah, it's it, kind it's really of, interesting. yeah, it is very interesting, but it kind of like, <laughs> you know, from a love standpoint, it kind of like cheapens, the yeah, it cheapens the emotional emotion relationships love, yeah. that happen along the way. Yeah, you're kind of like, oh, was I just just yeah. the whole island thing? Is this? I was just a cog in the wheel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. But. What else did you have from the episode? Oh, let's see here. Um, well, we already talked about um, the character point where uh, Jen allows the little boy to go to the bathroom. I just thought that was a great scene. I had that on there, um, but I also just had Jen's character in this whole episode uh-huh. as this caring over himself you know mm-hmm. like i mean everything up until this point jen has been a very selfish type person right. at it's least a, selfish in terms of he and his wife exactly yeah. that's why yeah uh, and you started seeing him coming out of that in mm-hmm. the last few episodes but this episode is the first one where it's right. not about him at all mm-hmm. it's really not even about his wife right it's about michael, michael. you know and, and he takes off and goes after um, you know, Michael and to pretty much harm's way. I mean, everybody's telling him no Sawyer bells, like Sawyer yeah. type. I mean, another, <laughs> yeah. I mean, as I'm writing my notes, I went ahead and wrote Sawyer and Jen go after Michael uh-huh. and I had to go back. Cause I was like, you right. piece of junk. I yep. gave you the benefit of the doubt, <laughs> yep. you know? Um, but, <laughs> but then also we see this Mr. Echo character too, right. you know, which is, I mean, Jen, pretty much fights him to get to Michael. Uh And then Mr. Echo's like, I'm going with him, you know? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. You just start seeing more of, uh, I really love seeing this side of Jen. Mm -hmm. um, And that even with Michael saying, because they had called Jen and Sawyer his friends. Right. He goes, I never really thought of them that way. I guess one of them. Yeah. You know, and he goes, (laughs) I'm I'm guessing guessing not not the the redneck. redneck. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Classic. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, so I, I just, I love this side of Jen. I just, um, I really like the idea that he's pushing himself out there for others mm-hmm. and he's, I mean, he's catching on to this English thing. Yeah. Pretty well yeah, actually. It yeah. seems like, yeah, he's, he's trying his hardest not to be separated from them uh-huh. now. Yeah. I think it's, it's kind of great ever since he started helping Michael with the raft, 
you know, he's been making an effort to become more of a part of the group. Yeah. And even more just since they've been captured by the, the tailies. Exactly. He's definitely, you know, starting to become someone who's interested in the group and mm-hmm. no longer just he and, and son. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think we can go back very early. Yeah. And I you was hated Jim. I, big time. I was fist fighting him. Yeah. If I ever saw him, it was going to happen. Fist fighting him in your dreams. Yeah, it yeah. was. Um, <laughs> but it was just because I think this elitist type attitude I thought he had, but uh-huh. it was now that I see it, it's more that it, that was attitude was, you know, put on him. It wasn't right. him, you uh-huh. know, at all. Um, actually he's quite the opposite right. of that attitude. Um, the only other thing I had on this is, um, that Kate starts reading these notes from the bottle, mm-hmm. uh, after Jen sh- or son shows her that, you know, the, the bottle where it was at. And she starts reading these notes and she says, that we didn't say goodbye. Right. And she starts talking about Sawyer uh-huh. in a sense. Oh, well, you know you should talk about Sawyer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, there's something to that. Right. She was clearly upset that she hadn't, you know, had a proper goodbye with Sawyer yeah. and was afraid that maybe something had happened to him. Yeah, most definitely. And then the whole irony of the, or I guess you call it irony of the whole show here is Sun finds a ring right back in this hole, mm-hmm. you know, and, and she wasn't looking for it. Right. You know, and yeah. it's, it's like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, the, 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 like I said, there wasn't a whole lot of notes on this, but it was a very good feeling right. in this, um, this, this episode. I mean, right. And I think the title is interesting because, you know, it's obviously that's like dot, dot, dot lost. and found. So yeah. lost and found yeah. obviously, but it's interesting how it ties in with Locke's little speech about, you know, the same way you find anything that's lost, you stop looking for yeah. it. And, you know, the fact that she finds her ring when she's not looking for it. And it kind of, um, you know, makes you, it's like it's trying to be kind of a really vague hint yeah. at maybe what part of the show is about maybe yeah. or, or something like that. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I, I picked up on it and, um, yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was a great episode. My general thoughts on the episode, it's, it's never been one of my favorites. Yeah. It's, um, you know, other than the fact that we get to see at least the legs of some of the yeah, others. Yeah, that's a good scene. You know, it's pretty obvious that the writers, I, this is the part I wanted to touch on. Is okay. At this point, you know, these are, these writers are all making a TV show. Yeah. That is probably from their, in their minds, going to be stretched out every single season that they can possibly get out right. of by the, the network. Yeah. And so, obviously, they had to write in a lot of dead space into the story sure. to keep from totally spending every bit of narrative that they had within the first three seasons. Right. You know? And this is a perfect example of that to me, where it's an episode where not a lot really happens, but it's, you know, it'll pass. Right. Especially with the DVDs, you know, yeah. you can watch it, move on to the next yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. But when you're watching it during the season and you watch it and then you're waiting a week until the next episode Yeah, comes I can see that. These get annoying I could see pretty that. quickly. And the season two, I think, is the worst because they probably had maybe three or four episodes that were like that. Okay. Where you can almost feel... <laughs> the writers saying, "Okay, we got to throw another fluff, you know." Out right? There. Yeah, I could see that, and I'm, I guess that's a, another advantage to me that I can uh-huh. watch them on DVD and be like, "That was a great episode," right. and move on to the next whenever I'm, we're going to record again. So, right, and that's what's so exciting too about the fact that now they have an end date set, yeah. which has never happened for any other show, as far as I know. Really, that they know exactly what day the last episode of Lost is going to be on. How many seasons have they? I mean, I don't, There's I don't six even know that. Ep- six seasons in total. The fifth so, season's about to start, and there's one more after that, and that's it. So that'll be... 2010. Okay, so they don't... This is just a spring 
um, show. Yeah, it's, it's not what well, it used to be fall. on. It started in September, just like oh. all the other shows. Oh, okay. But then so they changed it. Um, I forget what happened that caused them to change it, but they changed it so they have a really long hiatus now. For oh, okay, you know, July or June through January. They have no Lost. Right. And then Lost is on straight from January through May or June. Okay. So basically all of us Lost fans, well, you all, because I'll still be watching <laughs> the reruns, but you'll get your fix for season five up until May. Right. And then, and then it's over for until January. Wow. Even. Yeah. <laughs> it's rough. That's why these podcasts are so, you know, so many out there. I bet. But yeah, it's really exciting that, you know, we actually can see the end of Lost coming yeah. now. And just, you know, for those who are watching it over again and who are going to be watching season five, I've just watched season four finale again, which is a three-part finale, and I'm so excited. I like, bet. I can hardly wait because I, I had forgotten all of the things that happened in the uh-huh. season four finale, and it's going to be awesome. I bet, yeah. But, but we're less than a, a month away now. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. I wish for some way we could get you caught up, but. At the same time, I don't know how in the world we could possibly do it. (laughs) I don't know. Like I said, just short of it being my full-time job, I'm not sure that it could happen. Yeah, so so if anybody out there wants to to pay us both salaries to do this (laughs) podcast, just email us at info@lostmysterypodcast.com, and we'll entertain that possibility. Anything else you have from the episode? Um, No. Um, Just eager to see more of these uh, others. Yeah, me too. And. There's definitely a couple of, of really great episodes coming up here. Uh, one of them will definitely give us a lot of answers, at least as it pertains to the, the tailies. So that'll, okay. be, that'll be great. Good. Well, everyone, thanks so much for listening. I have a little bit shorter episode this week, but um, it's all good. This wasn't um, a really meaty episode, so we've pulled about every bit we could out of it. But we thank you so much for listening and um, hope you all have a great new year. Of course, you'll be hearing from us before then, but... Nonetheless, have a great new year, and we will talk to you later.